Listener discretion is advised, as the Ebenistas podcast may contain suggestive and or triggering themes and overall adult content. Oh, Hi guys, uh, welcome back to the Ebenistas. We are here with one of our short episodes. Um, we are still not sure what to call it, but I'm Javi and I have my lovely co-host. Doreen. Um, we're gonna take some time to talk about this week's big news topic, which is the Asteroid craziness. Um, so let's just jump right into it. So, I mean, you know, I'll let you go into the details of it, but basically you and I have differing opinions on this. So I think this should be an interesting conversation about the nine, so far the nine deaths um, at the Astroworld concert um, featuring Travis Scott and um, kind of what happened, why it happened, who's to blame is what we kind of want to dive in today and just have a discussion about what we know so far. So Astroworld apparently is a festival that Travis Scott puts on or has put on since 2018. Um, It's a fairly new festival, uh, or at least some articles have said that each festival has gotten worse in crowd control. But from what we know, this last one, um, what I think it was last week, um, while Dorian's looking up the exact date, um, but so far nine people have died due to their injuries from a crowd stampede that happened. Um, I guess it was an already um, sold out show. And what happened were people were um, sneaking into the show. People were jumping over barricades. People were pushing. Travis took the stage and uh, people rushed the stage. People were pushing. People started, you know, falling down, what have you. Um, And of course, the end result are hundreds of injuries. We have deaths. And now we're up to 90 lawsuits. Um, and I'm sure the numbers will grow. Right now, I saw something that they're offering refunds. And apparently, the refunds are coming with you can't sue us clauses, which are basically saying non-disclosures kind of thing, um, which I think are bullshit. And if you decide to take that, uh, you're kind of a silly person. I'm going to say that as nicely as possible if you take that. So from what I understand, the information that I got was that um, at least from what I see is that um, he was performing while this was happening, while the while the large part of the stampede was happening, he could see the ambulances. Um, he could um, clearly see, at least he could see there are some people in front row areas that there were people being, you know, pushed. Um, so he, I think that he had, um, plenty of opportunity to at least say something. So, uh, the concert was a two day concert, November 6th through November the 7th. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's the very first point that I think that we're going to disagree with is that I don't think that he could see, um, when you're performing on stage, like the lights are super bright, you can't see that well. And he did, and they did today he did stop because he he heard sirens or he saw sirens and he stopped to let them in but at no point did he realize that they were that what was happening was happening um because he was still performing he was in the middle of his set like he he you can't see that well and you know you can see people like screaming like hey something's going on but he was like he didn't know what was happening at no point in time did his team communicate to him to like stop performing that there's a lot of people injured he that's what his lawyers are saying is that he had no clue that any of this was happening 
he in fact he didn't know until the next day the severity of what was happening in the crowd and if you've been to concerts or these types of festivals people do get injured all the time they fall out alcohol poisoning you know all that kind of stuff so seeing ambulances and and emts on site isn't anything that would normally stop a concert so i i think my biggest thing is i don't understand why the blame for this is on him specifically when this is a two-day event and what celebrity is out here planning out how all this stuff is going to be set up and everything else that's literally not his job so um you 100 percent believe that his Ooh, let's no no but this but i'm just making i'm just checking because that's what you just said you said his that's what his lawyers said he didn't know until the next day so i'm not saying i 100 percent believe it but what i'm saying is i think people people have already been gunning for travis scott they they don't like the way that he performs they don't like the the way that he asks the crowd to rage um this isn't the first incident where someone has gotten hurt um so i understand why people are going for him but i'm saying in this particular event i think it was it was tragic it was horrible those people did not deserve to lose their lives mm-hmm. but I, I'm like, I, I think I think it's more than just one person that's responsible. There's a team of people that plan these events, that that secure these spaces, that put up these barricades, that design these things. And there were police there. There were no one. It's not just Travis. Yeah, I think it's there's. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's just him that is to blame. He sh- he's known for a while that he needs to stop having all like inc- he's been arrested twice for riot. What is it called? Riot inducing behavior or something yeah. like that. Um, so go ahead. I don't, I think you're right. I don't think it's just him. I've never, I don't, I think that's where, um, maybe because we, we only discussed this briefly. I don't think it's just him in particular, obviously that, um, is to blame what I do think is his responsibility as a performer. And as the person that has main, I think he has main crowd control when you're a performer of that magnitude and it is your name on the bill. And when you hit the stage and people are rushing toward the stage to see you, um, you create that kind of control over people. Um, when you people don't, you can't, you have to, you have to understand that when you are speaking into a microphone and millions of people, and you say, raise your hand in the air and millions of people raise their hand in the air. You have to understand that you have that control. So to say that, so in the same sense that you're saying that like knowing the, um, that yes, stage lights are very bright. A lot of people can't see in that sense. On the other hand, there are moments where plenty of people I've seen and they've shown videos of plenty of other performers doing the exact same thing as him who have stopped shows, who have said, move me down. I'm hearing something, move me down. I can see something. Are these people okay? Stop my music. These people, I can see something's happening. Are you okay? Hold on, stop the music. So I do believe that on the other hand, yes, he could have done that. Um, now, actually, just to back up, do I think that's 100% the case that maybe he could not have heard it and whatever? Yeah, there's a 50, there's literally a 50-50 chance of what could have happened. We don't know where we weren't on stage, we weren't performing, we don't know what was happening. Um, so before we recorded this, I asked Bill and I said, I'm, I was like, I'm not crazy. I was like, when you're on stage, you have, it, there's a um, stage manager and there's a stage monitor. 
there's people in your ear telling you what's happening um, on stage, right? And he was like, yeah, primarily like that's what they're there for. Um, now with a huge thing like that, it could be fucking crazy. Like there's a lot of things happening. Um, it could be very possible that no one knew what was happening. There's a lot of communication happening, but I mean, it could have been within his control that, yeah, what if they were in his ear telling him something's happening? And what if he really was, I mean, there's burp. Bourbon wine burps. I'm just I'm just having a really hard time understanding like how he could not get this information. I have been missing going to karaoke so much lately. You know how much I love to sing. Poorly, <laughs> I might add, but I still love it nonetheless. But I feel like you know those like friendly date night girl nights are not the same. Oh my god! So listen, you have to get a night in box. It's so much fun. This site will literally send you a whole date in a box. So coincidentally, Bill and I got this 90s themed box that had all these blasts from the past activities like mash, make your own pop tarts recipe, and even a 90s karaoke. It was so much fun. That sounds awesome. I could even use it for a girl's night in. So check out our sponsors link on the ebonistas.com website and sign up for your own night in box. You know? Okay, so let me so let me play devil's ad, sorry. Let me play devil's advocate. Um, why would he choose to continue if he knew something was wrong? Why? W what would possibly be the reason? If he was told, why would you be like, yeah, fuck those people. I'm about to do this show though. Like, I don't understand why he, what do you gain from that? Um, money, <laughs> putting on a show. <laughs> no, I'm, it, I mean, but that's, I don't think that's, I just don't think it makes sense to say but that he, he could have known and he ignored it or that he's responsible for all those people in the crowd. Every single person was Travis Scott's responsibility because no, no, he no. was the person on the stage. Not saying that he knew necessarily, like, like not to say that, you know, he knows that like people are falling down and like people are this, but like knowing like to that someone could be getting hurt, like to that extent, like the point is, is prevention, right? The point is, to stop this from happening. And that is what that is, I think, the power of and your responsibility sometimes as a performer is to help prevent those things. Like he may not have known and maybe seeing an ambulance, and maybe he, you know, even if he just saw an ambulance light or whatever, and maybe and again, we're both playing devil's advocate, as you say, right? We're both doing it to each other, right? Maybe, okay, say for instance, he saw up front, he saw people like pushing against the gate and he's been known again to incite things, right? And he's seen people jump over, you know, security guards, whatever, but he's not saying anything about like taking care of each other. He's not saying about anything about like, hey, if you see someone fall, pick them back up. Did, I mean, I don't like, does he say anything like that at his shows? Like, oh, all I've... I like, that's what I'm saying. Like, from what I, what I, this is just what I'm, what I know. I've never been to his shows. I don't know. Personally for me, okay, but let me back up, right? I am not a stranger to rough shows. This, I've been doing this for a really long time. I go to a lot of shows where people end up with blood on their faces. They end up getting hurt, but you, but the big thing is, is that you know what you're going into. One, two, people, when they, if they do get hurt, people are around to help pick them up make sure they're okay. And they're not doing it just to be wild and just, I mean, wild as in a way of 
to blatantly hurt each other or things like that. Like it's, it's like a controlled chaos. Sometimes when I think that, like, I, I feel like, uh, okay, so I, this is really hard to explain. I think when you're, if you're not brought up in a certain scene, like a, a certain type of, I think if you take a Travis Scott crowd next to a crowd of people who grew up in a punk metal scene and put them next to each other, these are going to be two different type of mosh pits completely. Like those are going to be two different things. And that's the difference, I think. What I'm speaking to is just the fact that like, I think that people get injured in these types of situations and where he's culpable is the fact that he continues to incite these, these this type of behavior, knowing that it leads to injury. So that's that's where I'm like, okay, dude, they're already here. They're already messing with you. They're already feeling the vibe. Why do you have to be like, all right, now rage. And there was another incident where someone tried to steal his shoes while he was on stage and he encouraged the crowd to beat that person up because they tried to take his shoes off. And so that so that was the um sorry that was not when he was on stage that was when he was crowd surfing oh sorry um, yes in Switzerland and like that was so stupid that was so stupid like really like you're gonna get another pair of Yeezys like it's it's and you you know it's not about that like I mean you choose to crowd surf like things happen to you you know like there's there's been women that have reported assault during crowd surfing and all sorts of stuff like it it's just at what point in time does that behavior need to stop though. Like if people keep on getting injured, if you keep on leaving clubs and and places with blood on your face, like maybe don't do that. That's mm, let's back that up. That's not yeah. a fair. That's not a fair thing to say. You don't deserve be, crowd surfing. Does not mean okay. Let's back that up. First of all, there's a difference between getting your shoes stolen and being and being sexually assaulted. I so understand, two, but okay. what is the purpose? like what do you get from mosh pits and 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 doing those like things like what do you get from that if that person that's the same thing as saying skydiving what's the purpose I purpose I personally don't want to go skydiving but someone else gets a physical rush from doing it and so this is what I'm saying so if you're saying like okay if if anyone who likes to participate in this type of behavior you sort of get what you get like you may or may not get hurt but if you you enjoy it and you're taking that risk then you know going to these types of events is is that just part of part of the the experience is knowing that like i may end up injured i mean i don't think they expected to sacrifice their lives it's just that like they know what travis scout is about for the most part and you know so and again i don't think this was a two-day concert he was just the person on stage when this happened it could have happened when anyone else was performing and I just, I don't like the fact that it's like this. Travis- I don't, but that's not the point. The point is, is what, what I'm saying is, and I, I think we're, we're missing that. The point, what I'm saying is, is that you as a performer. So let's say, again, I don't know if you saw, and this is, uh, let me back up. When I, when I went to mention that I've been to a lot of these shows and I grew up in the type of scene where this happens a lot. The performers on stage, they make it a point when they see shit like this happening and they're like, oh my God, there are a lot of people pushing on this gate. You guys are doing too much. They will stop their shows. They will say, they'll say, turn on the house lights. I can't see, but you know what I can? I can't see too well, but you know what I can see? I can see there's someone pushing up on this gate. And then, you know what I can see? I can see there's a girl that is like literally on her knees and she's trying to not get squished to death so like that's what I mean so like but that's a different environment than like a giant concert right no I've been to concerts 
No, but that's what I mean. I'm giving you an example though. Oh, I've been okay. to large concerts and I've been to small concerts. I've been to, I mean, all kinds of sizes. And I'm, so I mean, is that like, just because it's a large concert and I've been to all different types of events and different things happen, not just with crowds, but like um, with crowd control, but even like other types of weird like events, like weather events and stuff like that where like promoters, you can see like promoters sometimes are in the background, like telling acts to like go on because they're like, I don't give a fuck about the weather. I want you to go on. And they're like, no, like I can't, there's people, like people are trying to like go to safety and you want me to like, I'm not performing. Like you as a performer, like you still have some control and some kind of part in being, making sure people in the crowd are safe. Like there is, it's not, you are not solely to blame. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's necessarily just you, but I think you have a role. And to say that you, you are just, oh, I don't have any role in it. That's not fair. Like you, you do. If I, like, if you say that as that person says that, like, then you just get off scot-free, like that's not responsible. Like that to say that you don't have a role in playing and being um, that that's that's just not reality based in reality. I hear you. I just feel like in a venue of that size and they were outdoors. I just don't. I don't see how he could have been expected to see everything. So if you're looking at this side of the stage, you're looking all the way to the left and all this stuff is happening all the way to the right of you or behind you. How How is he supposed to see everything? Like he has a team of people in place that are that is their responsibility. That is their responsibility to tell him, hey, you're going to need to shut this down. Like, you're going to need to stop this. Or, we, we, you know, we need to really, like, shut. Th- there was a lack of communication. There was so many things. I remember when all this first came out, there was, a, you know, a report that a police officer had gotten injected with drugs in his neck. And, like, that ended up not being true. Even while people were being trampled. And, you know, again, no disrespect to any of these families who lost, you know, loved ones. But even while that was happening, they have videos of police officers that were still, like, taking videos of the of the event like of the of them performing while this is going on so this is so i'm like if they were there they knew and they were still like life is fine how would this one person be able to see all of this you know so i feel like it was it was a it was so many people failed that day so many people failed and because they were incompetent and they couldn't do their jobs properly such as the alec baldwin thing like these people lost their lives and people are still fighting there's a nine-year-old that is fighting for his life still that's sad. You know, it's really it's, terrible. It's so the whole thing was a fucking mess. Yes. As soon as they saw, like in the afternoon, like I didn't know until like when I started looking to more that they're in the afternoon, they already had an issue with people like jumping through. I remember you remember what was the do you remember the tran the the trans music? Um the instance music that mm-hmm. the festival used to do down in Miami every year. Um were you living in, you were oh. you lived in my, but you remember the big one? Though? I know. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Mm-hmm. But they used to, I remember every year you see it bigger and bigger, but I remember my friends would go and they'd be like, and every year they would say, don't worry about tickets. They'd be like, first of all, I never wanted to go. I fucking hate that music, but they would be like, just fucking sneak in. If you just want to go party, like whatever. They're like, just, you, you just have to wait until like a group of people rush, rush through. Like wh- Why? <laughs> like capacity means capacity. <laughs> like, so I've actually done that at the carnival down in Miami. Um, you know, they have like the Caribbean carnival. And so we went, they wouldn't let anybody in. 
or they would, but it was like super expensive. They were charging like a hundred dollars for parking, like two hundred. It was ridiculous, and we were like broke college students. So we're just like, hey, we're just gonna hang out over here by the fence because we can still hear the music and dance. So there was just a ton of people just like milling about, and once one person leaned on the fence and it just like bent in, and so everyone kind of looked at each other and we just went for it. I mean, we just like cleared this field, we mm -hmm. ran. And as I got there, the fence was starting to come. I think it was, it was, they were trying to put it back up. And I ended up like with a scar on my back because like the top of the fence, like sliced into my, nice. my back. And so I, oh my God, this is not a great story, but we were in, but like, I, I regret <laughs> that moment so much. I'm like, what was the, what was the reason? I guess, but it was I just mean, like, you get lost in this like mob mentality, like where you see everyone doing something and you you feel compelled to do it too. Anyway, we could talk about this all day. I think we can both agree that it it was a terrible tragedy. Yeah, definitely. And, and gross incompetence on, on whoever was responsible for planning this event. Yeah, there's no other way to say it. We, this is the tangled, tangled web of life that, that we have. And hopefully um, there's people learn from this, promoters and festival people and all that stuff. Um, hopefully this is, you know, his wake up call to like as a performer to be a little more careful with what he um, promotes and how he treats this festival in the future. Let us know what you think about the whole Astro World situation and, and um, you know, who you think is at fault and what could have happened differently to prevent, you know, prevented these deaths. Like, follow, subscribe. Ebenistas, bye. The Ebenistas podcast was created, written, recorded, and produced by Javi and Doreen. Theme music by Chris Black of Truck Music Productions.